Good evening, good evening. This is Rachel Carlin Renee with the Speak Life Ministries for Go Tell My Brethren. It's really late, so I am just lifting up everyone in the name of Jesus. And Father, I come to you, Lord, because I really, I can't do this by myself, Lord. I need your wisdom and your understanding, but I desire to be obedient, to bring forth your word, even if it mean in a late hour. Father, I desire to fulfill your purpose. But I pray, Lord, not to lean to my own understanding, but in all my ways, I acknowledge you. So I know you'll direct my path. I open the door to you from my heart, Lord, because I need you to consume everything that's in me. I need you to rule my heart, my mind, my soul, my spirit, Lord God, my thoughts, my imaginations, my words, my deeds, my being, my core, my inner man, my whole life and purpose. I need you to rule and govern and lordship over me as your daughter in sonship. Have your way, bind up everything in spirit, even fleshly thoughts, Lord God. Bind up everything on both sides. In Jesus' name, give us an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church in wisdom and understanding, in Jesus' name. So what I came to talk about is beautiful, beautiful garment. I pray this is brief because it's real, it's late. Um, we have to be able to see spiritual. We have to be able to see spiritual. And the only way we can see spiritual is we have to crucify the flesh. We have to receive Jesus Christ. And we have to put off the old man. All this carnality fleshly view, fleshly walking because our garments have to be changed. If we are going into the New Jerusalem, we have to have on wedding garments. Our garments have to be changed from all the spots and the blemishes and the wrinkles of life. Our garments have to be changed. And we have the opportunity because the word washes, the blood cleans and purifies, purifies, changes our mind, changes our being, changes our name, changes the way we look, we talk, because our inner core, our inner man is being washed clean. We become virgins, renewed in our mind, new in Christ. So our garments have to be changed. Our perspective, our view, and our sight. You can be completely blind and still have 20-20 spiritual sight. Or 100-100 uh, spiritual sight. But we can't stay the same. And we don't like hearing it. But it is written. We must become new creatures. We must be born again. We must take off those filthy garments, those grave clothes. So when we go to sleep, 
when we go to sleep, we are already prepared. I pray somebody is in encouraged because it comes with sacrifice. So I was, I like uh, tortillas. Um, I like low sodium tortillas. I just like tortillas, period. I like tortillas, but since I'm not supposed to eat a lot of salt, I'm not supposed to eat salt, I, I do low sodium tortillas, okay? Because otherwise you're paying a whole lot for no salt tortillas just for them not to put salt in tortillas so i like tortillas but i know i don't just count like if they say only eight chips like i'm not eating eight chips for the sodium amount so my body reacts to the sodium so i have to make up my mind is the tortilla worth it well it's the same with our salvation is that man worth it? Is that woman worth it? Are those clothing worth it? Is is cursing worth it? We have to look what we're putting into our bodies. Smoke, drink, men. Is it worth it? We have to make up these. We have to make up our minds. What's worth it? What is worth my salvation? Not, not a thing. Our garments have to be changed. And many times we want to put a new garment still on the old wineskin. We we want to live old, but saying that we knew. We have to change our garments. We have to change our garments. If you know going there always causes the same thing, you're going to have to make up your mind. Are you still going to go there? Yeah, they are going and they want you to go and they're inviting you. But every time you go. You end up with more spots and falling back in the mud and in the, the pig pen. I mean, we have to change our garments and we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional. The word says strive, diligent. We have to be. Because in the end, it's like getting to the cash register. It, it, judgment is like going to the cash register and you got you have everything you want to purchase so how are you going to pay for that Jesus already paid for it but it's like okay well I'm, I don't want his money I don't want his forgiveness I don't want his reconciliation and I don't have enough to pay for it nothing but my soul that's eternity is that worth it we have to change our garment. The Lord says, put on the garment of praise. Our linen, it has to be white and clean linen. Yeah, that's the righteousness of the saints. So it requires righteousness. Jude 123. Um, let me go to Jude really quick. Let me go to Jude because 123 goes right into. So it says, um, 
Let's go to verse 1 in Jude. The book right before Revelation. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother of James. To them that are sanctified. Okay. Washed, cleaned. Sanctified by God, the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Word of God, and called. So this is who this letter is for. Mercy unto you, and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you encourage, urge, to exalt you, counsel you, warn you, advise. It says, um, hmm. it says, for to me, uh, to write unto you, and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Earnestly. Earnestly contend for the faith. We got to fight for our faith with sincere, intense conviction, seriously, intently fight for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints, for there are certain men crept in unawares, okay, who were before of old, before of old, beforehand ordained to the condemnation, permit eternal death, okay? Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into laxiviousness, perversion, and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward, destroyed them that believed not. And the angels were kept, kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. He have reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, unto the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So if Sodom and Gomorrah has already, they're, they're the example of judgment. All those souls, what, what do we think, okay? It says, likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. God has ordered his military. So a lot of times people are speaking evil of people in authority, okay? It said, yet Michael, the archangel, when contending or fighting or stroving, with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, 
durst or dared not bring against him, the enemy, didn't bring against the enemy, a riling accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. He didn't accuse him because the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. So we can't do the same thing. I'm looking to utter reproaches, okay? That's what uh, riling accusation. So it says, um, but these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute, as brute beast in those things, they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after Era of Balaam for reward and perished in the gangsang of Korah. These are spots in your feasts of charity. So in the church, okay, when you feast, um, sorry, when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withers, does die because there's no water, there's no word of God, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Why twice dead? Because the children of God are only going to go through death once. We're going to pass through death one time. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame. Wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these things, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. It says to execute judgment upon all. Okay, so this is what Jesus is coming for with his saints. So these are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust. And their mouth speaks great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. So it's admiring people because people can get us places. This is, this is, um, what many thinks, okay. Give me a second. Uh, swelling is to aggravate or heighten. It's is the uh, accuser, okay? To raise to arrogance. So that's what it says. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaks great swelling words. Okay. Having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. 
But beloved, remember you the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit, but you, beloved, build up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, which is the word of God, keeping, um, I'm sorry, looking for mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, until eternal life, which is the word of God, and of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Now unto the Lord God that is able to keep us from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So it says faultless. It can also be spotless. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Our garments have to change. We can't enter the wedding and be in the marriage if we're not willing to have our garments changed. We have to change our garments through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only way our garments can be changed. We can't, we can't expect God to overlook that. It says in Matthew 12, I mean, Matthew 22, and I'm closing, um, Matthew 22 and, and it may be about the 10th verse. Um, let me get to it. Matthew 22. Give me just a second, please. Yes. Okay, Matthew 22. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I'm, I'm not in the right place. Okay, it says here, verse 1, And Jesus answered and spoken to them again by parable and said, Jesus said, okay, the word of God said, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden or invited or commanded to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants saying, tell them which are bidden or invited or commanded or chosen or called Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen, my fatlings are killed and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage, come unto Christ, receive him. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm or property, right? And another to his merchandise, could be his business, could be his money, could be some type of profit, okay? And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them, slewing the message, messenger. And the remnant, of, oh, I'm sorry, but when the king heard thereof, he was wroth or angry 
and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burnt up their city. Church can also uh, be represented by a city in the Bible. Then says he to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden, called or commanded were not worthy. Go you therefore into the highways and as many as you shall find, bid, call, invite to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together. We are, we are all servants, those that come to proclaim the gospel, okay? And gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he says unto him, friend, this is verse 22, Matthew 22. Friend, how came you in hither not having a wedding garment? Not being changed at all. And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servants, bind him hand and foot, take him away and cast him into the utter darkness. There should be weeping and a gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Many are bitten to the supper. So we're going in, we re we're hearing the word, and we don't want to change. But we think God is going to forsake his son, Jesus, which is the word of God. We have to, it's not going to happen. They're not divided. Neither is the Holy Spirit divided. So we have to change our garments. Our garments have to be changed. Our lives have to change. Our mindset has to change. Our spirit that we operate in has to change. We have to take on the Holy Spirit and be clothed in beautiful, beauty of holiness, because God is holy. It's nothing we can do but open the door and ask him to come in and take, take over. And we give up our will for his will our will for his will our life our thoughts our our successes our our dreams for his purpose for his call for him he gets the glory so i send the word of god to the people god to the ears of god to the hearts of men i pray you have the Blessed, blessed week and sleep and blessed sent to you and to your household in Jesus' name. Peace.